Superfrog doesn't use the door. Superfrog gets things done. In a warehouse! With a box of scraps! Uh, and I, a transmit device! for the movers and she has her laptop and is ordering some stuff and Super Frog wanted to go get a slice of pizza priorities pizza's easy you've already we'll give you a favorite place already not too far from the bureau headquarters Elmwood Pizza like really a restaurant it's like a counter on the street with a little metal perfect and they sell slices there Uh, the movers show up with your stuff um, Knockout has to order uh, someone to come and fix the window, too. So she's got that on her agenda, and she wants to do some mm. online shopping, and then she's got to show up at, or get cleaned up, and then uh, go down to FBEE. She's, she was told to arrive at 2. I thought about that as well as, like, Pick the damage, but I think that was about it for the damage because the doc, Shaggy Doctor Farwell came in through the window, and well, I think Super Frog came in through the outlet. Well, she opened the window, like when you came in when she pounced on you. The first thing you you noticed was the smell of wet dog, and one of your windows were open. Didn't have much time after that. Yeah, and Super Frog went through one of your windows. Super Frog doesn't use the door. Super Frog gets things done. Whatever way it has to be. Epic Glass had a decent price, and they were, they're able to get there the soonest. They actually will be able to get something done today for you. Sweet. Helps to be a doctor. That's a... I'm going to send someone over to measure right away. I'm Dr. Knox. Come help me. Oh, doctor? Sure, we'll be right there. <laughs> you know, that check's good. What's the yeah. mood on the street? Does anybody uh, know that anything happened down at the docks? Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest news of the day, in the morning. The video of the FBE agents getting burnt alive is getting replayed again and again. Oh, God, how and like, you know, you know, warning advisory, you know, graphic footage type of thing. Always the warning, and it's, you know, more people are watching it than anything on TV right now. Well, super, super frogs call it. Super frogs not too, you know, happy. He's sort of sulking around. I didn't get that. Racial tensions, and the mayor is Man. authorizing and saying that the downtown is going to get cleared out tonight, and that curfew is going to be in effect in the downtown area is that the, the nightly protests and violence between cops and protesters is no longer going to be tolerated. Does the mayor have a name in this in our game? Yeah, Homestead. I'm using it right out of the Hudson City. 
I'm just using his name, but I can give you, I, I can give you his full name, but his last name is Umstead, Mayor Umstead. Got it, that's enough, thanks. He may not be in that picture dump, but he started doing a picture dump on Discord, and I felt confident that he'd be able to identify who the individual people were that I was putting up. They were all people that you just recently interacted with. Okay. You guys didn't look at any of those pictures? Uh, I saw them all. Sometimes. I'm on that channel a couple times a day. Some of them are obvious, and obviously, you can also, if you put over the picture, whatever the, the whatever the, the file's been named, labeled, shows up in your... Uh, I didn't do that. But you're looking at uh, Mallory Terse. I got Philip Madher. I think Philip Madher is the best one. You figure out which one I did for Philip Madher? He's the guy with the shades and the uh, striped shirt, I think. The the tall guy with the badge on his yeah yeah and the shade isn't that a good Philip Matter? I think so. You see him asking for a stick of gum. I got has a couple things on her agenda. One, she has no way to contact Super Frog outside of the FBEE building, and she wants to work on that. She's got some online shopping to do. Then she wants to talk to the FBEE about a couple, three things. Okay. The Super Frog thing is is an interesting question. It is. He, he's I, unreachable. He's out of touch. I think Super Frog, you and Knockout can talk about that right now just because, it, you know, obviously it's going to become something that needs to be thought about as we move forward. What does Super Frog use to stay in touch with Philip and Knockout? Yeah, we can move right ahead, say that we get a slice of pizza or whatever, and then knock out We're both back at FBE at 2 or something. We took a rest. Yep, but we're going to do also in a bit, Brian, we're going to role play an incident at your apartment before, uh, you, before you leave back the FBE. Okay, so am I sleeping or am I awake? You can take a nap if you want to find some time for a nap, and we can flip to Super Frog, and then we'll come back to you, and I'll tell you what disturbs you out of your nap, if that's a... It's cool. You know. Frog, you, um... Get a slice of pizza. I don't really know how to buy it. I don't have any money, so... Um, maybe um, they give it to me. You, you really work for the FBE? Yeah, yeah, you can just put it on my tab, man. You know? Well, uh, yeah, 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 no problem. I've, I've seen you on TV. Heard about you, right? Yeah, yeah, I was, there's not too many, you know, dudes like me around. Not at all. But I'll be, I'll be psyched if you give me, you know, a, sleep, a cheese and a pepperoni. That would be cool. I'm omnivorous. You know, I eat me and I'm a vegetarian. You didn't know that about frogs. I mean, so that's what you are. You're a frog. Well, how can you talk then if you're a frog? And hey, he's kind of like he's leaning against the counter like this now. Like, how? How? If you're a frog, how do you talk? Like, frogs well, don't talk. You obviously never talk to a frog. I mean, frogs talk all the time. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe you don't have the right kind of frogs around here, but all the frogs I know talk. It's just what it is. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I do not know a lot of frogs, but I do know they're not as big as you. So what's the story with that? Hey, that one. 
Yeah, it's, um, I don't really know. I mean, I think basically, if I could just say it goes back to childhood trauma. You know, I was abused as a young frog. Details, I could go go in. Do you want, like, orifices? Or you want me to just, how do you want me to talk? You mean, what do you really want to know? How you got so big? I have no idea. I know that it hurt, okay? And that I don't think anyone should have to go through with that, so. I mean, it works for you. You wear it well. Mind if we get a selfie and I can, uh, like, picture of it, post it here on the stand here? Oh, people totally, yeah. Bring some more business, because people will want to maybe hang out here long enough to see the super frog. Yeah, let's do it by the sign. Can we use your camera? Because I don't have one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll get a tab set up or something, so. Tom, is that you? I know it's you, Tom. It's me, Sarah, your sister. This woman coming up to you, and she's like windbreaker because it's May 9th in Capital City. Right. Slacks, sensible shoes, brown hair. She's holding a notebook. Tom, it's me. It's your sister, Sarah. Don't you recognize me? Um, Super Frog will just give her, you know, a sort of empathic blank stare, you know, as you would to a small child, um, and not really say anything, just to look at her. You came from out of the Pondsville mine. I knew it had to be you. I knew you hadn't been lost there forever. I knew you weren't lost to me. I knew they lied about it. I wrote all about it. I wrote it all about it, Tom. You can read it. You can read my book. I, I don't know who you are. I'm Sarah Jones. Jimmy Dugan has been trying to get in, get an interview with you. Oh. When I showed up and said, um, I said that you're that you're my brother. Oh, I wrote wow. the Pondsville incident. The Pondsville. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Is that where all the people turned to jelly? <laughs> What I think happened up there because it all got, got covered up. They covered up you, your death, your disappearance, because they thought you were nobody and no one would care. But I never gave up hope of finding you. Well, I don't know if I should be found. Everything I do turns bad. Superfrog's not really feeling good. Yeah, I don't really know who you are, lady. You seem like you're really nice. Do you want to do a selfie? Everybody wants to do selfies. Oh, I'd love to do a selfie, Tom. This may sound bewildering to you, but can... Can I at least give you my book? Did you read my book? Maybe it will trigger something, something in your memory. Do you have a pen? I can sign it for you. People always want me to sign stuff. Although, I need a really big pen, because I only have three fingers. No, it's a gift. It's a gift for me to you. Oh, thanks. And I try to fumble through and open it up a little bit, and I get, get all stuck together, because the hands, like, I can't really seem to get one page at a time. But thanks for the book. Um, I really need one. And um, mm -hmm. you're really nice. You know, I hope that you take care because it's a dangerous city out here. And um, what will it take you to convince you that you, that you and I, that you're my brother? That uh, someone did something horrible to you? Um, I know something did something horrible. I just don't know what. I don't know. I just. You know, do we have parents? I can help you piece it together. You're my brother. Do we have parents? Do we, like, 
Do you, do you have any pictures? Oh, they're long dead. Yes, yes, yes. I got pictures of you. I can go get pictures. Of course I got pictures. And she pulls out one. It's an old wrinkled, you know, picture, maybe a little crease, but it's a, about someone about six years old. And the sister, like, the old me. How old are you? How old do you want you to How old do you want to be? Well, he's been missing for 25 years. That's what you told me when we, we talked about it. We worked out that it's been 25 okay. years. Okay, she says she's your older sister, but she's... So the there's a girl and a boy in the picture, and the boy's younger than the girl, and, you know, they're little kids. they nine and six. Wow, that's really... He's a really... They're cute kids. He's one that... I always carry, I always carry this one with me. I, ha I have much more. Jimmy Dugan was trying to help me, you know, find out more information. He believes me. He believes in the story. He believes that you came out of that, that, that you came out of the Ponzo mine, but didn't go in there as this super frog. Okay, we're gonna do a roll whether he recognizes or gets any sort of memories. Um, right, start at eleven. We're gonna subtract, um, you know some for just whatever he's gone through. And I'm saying seven, seven or less. Something happens. Nope, it's a 13. So, Superfrog just says... Okay. So it's still a blank wall there for you? Superfrog just says, thanks, lady. Um, I'll read your book. Um, and maybe we'll see each other again. And then he bounds off, sort of leaps up the wall. He just doesn't want to talk to anybody anymore. That just got weird. Good, good knockout. Um, you thinking maybe it's the, uh, like the, what, the glass guys arrived? You come to, you come, you start to awake. From your nap, because you like you've been saying over the last few days you've been ridiculously tired, and your first assumption is, is the glass guys come to with the glass to install it. Uh, but it is a not a knock at the door; it's a sound once again in your living room. Uh oh! All right. Like a table was pushed aside a bit to make room. Ah, crap, Knockout says. So I get up on something, some robe or whatever. Mm -hmm. Look out my room and see what's down there. What do I hear? Um, you heard uh, some furniture being shoved aside, and then a couple, and then the steps of someone walking, and then a uh, a voice. You think you recognize it because you've worked alongside the man for so long, but coming whatever to the stairs or whatever, it uh, cements it. It is the horribly transformed Doctor McKeever with his large head. 
and he's got the, like the alien shark. So and he puts up a glass field around him and says, "Do not think to apprehend me or detain me in any way. You're no match for my Mark mental powers." Definitely gonna let him have an opportunity to get at him. She moves right up to him. Okay, let's uh, probably look at um, ours. Because he's going to try to make you keep his keep your distance with uh, his telekinetic powers. Oh, let's look up telekin telekinesis. It's a uh, it's a force wall. It's a tel- telekinetic uh, yeah. force wall. Yeah, that's that stops knockout from getting closer to him. Yeah. He puts that up, and like I said, he says, "Do not seek to detain me." And he says, "I have no time to waste." Either I say, "Aim me or stand aside." What do you want me to do? I want you to aid me. I want you to get a hold of your friend Superfrog there too. We'll definitely need his his aid because we will be matched against um two powerful intellects that have uh that have great power at their fingertips right now. Blackout <laughs> kind of scoffs and says I I don't know if you met Super Frog. It is not exactly intellectually gifted like that. Quickly, no, exactly. I've met that Cretan when I first encountered you guys at the hospital. A man there to try to savage this beautiful head. He does, you know, he gives this little, you know. You want to see what he looks like? <laughs> He's a big head guy yeah yeah but I uh, I, I pulled off let's see if I can do screen share screen shares because I've been d- downloading oh, some uh, yeah. uh, pictures and where does it say share my screen so Dr. McKeever you see that is it on the champions channel uh no, I thought I hurt on the discard. I hit uh share my screen. Well, maybe you did. I just don't know how to access it. Anyway, I you can. I don't care what he looks like. That's not like that. Cool She's used to freaky people surrounded by him. <laughs> I want. One thing in return. Who's that? Dr. Farwell. Dr. Farwell. Hey, you remember Dr. Farwell? Oh, I do. I do. Those horrible 
administrators. They forced me to do what I did. They threatened my wife and my and and Wolf if I didn't follow through with their request that I fi- I finish the final experiment. Were you in the UGC UMC lab that night? I was down. He was downstairs at the gala event. Oh, he as he had. And when, when? Remember, we fought him at the lab. Yeah. What about that? Why was he there? Oh, because Wolf was trying to save his life. He was our best score. And Wolf completed the procedure. Oh, yeah, to yeah. Insert, I'm sorry. Insert the shard into his head, which exploded his head and created. Um, but he, he says he no longer goes. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm sorry. That out of character. I, it was a long time ago. For a curveball. I wasn't expecting uh, McKeever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the twist of fate that happened there. Yeah, okay. So, Dr. McKeever, how did Wolf survive this exploding spacecraft? Because, uh, because, um, Grace and Salt, uh, destroyed it. They destroyed it to get to capture a wolf. So they extracted him. Also, I'm not sure if they... I shouldn't actually say I'm for certain that they completed the explosion, but I believe that the the changes that are happening in wolf may have caused it. Also, would have uh, permitted him to survive the cold vacuum of space long enough for them to uh, pick him up. Because they are operating uh, from a base on the dark side of the moon. Old um, secret uh, FAA facility. On the moon? Yeah, dark side of the moon. That puts that at, uh, put us in a uh, close approximation to where the alien shards were tracked to be coming from. They come out of something that we call the quorum effect. I'm going to go get dressed. Don't leave. And, um... He uses his telekinetic powers to pull over, pull a chair over, and sits down. There's no problem. I will keep myself occupied by calculating um, all the uh, outcomes and percentage chances of success so that I can formulate the best plan to thwart, grace, and salt, and rescue Protect Earth from the quorum effect. Look out nods like runs back upstairs and starts to get dressed. Mm-hmm. He's like doing this and he's calculating. He's still there, he doesn't do anything else. Alright, so 
After Knockout's finished getting ready to go, uh, she's ordered some stuff online, some, does some online shopping. Not right now when she's getting dressed, but earlier, because she's ordering some things uh, mm -hmm. to get delivered. Um, she's upgrading some of her skills. And the reason, one of the things that she's realized is that she can't rely on other uh, coroners. Uh, she has to do that herself. There's a lot of bodies in DMJ's game. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just made to say I heard coroner and not corners. Uh, Knockout doesn't have to work the corners. She's a doctor. Uh, I play okay. a doctor on TV. So okay. you want her? She's going to be doing autopsies on. She's not going to be taking anyone's word for it, things. I think that makes sense for her handle some of these things uh, especially the dead FBEE agents that seem to drop like flies alright so knockouts when she's done dressed she goes back downstairs and talks to Dr. McKeever and says so are you just gonna wait here while I go get super frog um, no he gives you an address he goes, I have the equipment that we, there that we need to uh, uh, transport us to the dark side of the moon. Meet me there, and we'll be off. Okay, whatever you say, Dr. McKeever. Oh, knockout, we'll kind of wait for him to leave. Yeah, he uh, he goes out the or back door into your backyard, and then ascends. Start, he floats up, and then starts traveling over above the uh, homes and lower level commercial buildings that you may find on Mint Ridge. I got just shakes her head. I'm never gonna get used to flying. And locks her doors and gets her stuff, and heads down to FBEE headquarters in her. Terrain. Mm -hmm. uh, you get there to the parking garage just as Super Frog is walking down this the parking garage ramp because it's Super Frog. It's one of the openings. Like every time you try to go through the front door, there's glass there. But if you walk down to the through the in the in the carport, it's just big and open. It's a big open carport. And you're like, good. I'm in the building now, and it's easy to get to the metal door to go upstairs. Knockout will honk and roll down the window. Beep, beep, beep. Super Frog. Super Frog, come here. Super Frog. He jumps right over. Yeah. I'll never guess who turned up at my place. Um, the oh, flame. Hop in. We got to go for a ride. <laughs> okay. Super Frog hops in. Starts messing with the tape deck or the CD player or the whatever. He's just pushing <laughs> buttons. Knockout says to Superfrog, need a better way to communicate. And, like, sign language, right? Like... Maybe a little more verbal, but I was thinking more of a long-distance type of communication when you're away from me. And she starts the car, and she starts to drive off towards that, whatever that address uh, that... Dr. McKeever gave her. So she says that um, <laughs> I don't 
I don't like the way this thing is turning out with the FBEE. I think we need to do some of our own investigations. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? It means I need a way to get a hold of you without coming here. Well, it needs to be tough, and it needs to be something I can't drop. So, I'm thinking Apple Watch? <laughs> a wearable. It's got to be something wearable. Because you're not nearly as tough on your clothes as I am on mine. I've got a thought, Super Frog. Yo. What do you think about the idea of Garvik Nurse, who you never met, but he was the person in charge of the FBEE before he got blown up by Deep Ghost one day? Being kidnapped by those militiamen as sort of a payback for us interfering with their ang warfare down at the port. Well, it sounds like low-life scum. Sounds like a move they might do. Agreed. I'm thinking maybe we need to go pay that Bible retreat a visit. But we got something else we're going to do. We're going to go play with Dr. <clears throat> Farwell today playing by his rules, so keep on your toes and don't trust anyone for anything. Farwell. Farwell. The big no, fat I'm head scared. guy. He just, you mistook. It's McKeever you're referring to, correct? Right. Terribly sorry, Super Frog. I met McKeever. I get my doctors mixed up. The fat head. Fat head. The fat head I kicked across the, the lawn into outer space and he never came back. He's still around? Let's go He's kick his ass. Fat head. Let's go kick his ass. Yeah, you want? You know where he is? We're going to see him. Excellent, excellent. Now, I never we're really... here to try to help him get something. In return, he's going to give me something. So we're not going to kick his ass right away. We're going to do what he says, but don't trust anything anyone says or anything that you hear even from me because these all all these people are going to be big heads that you don't know who they're controlling understand so we kick his ass afterwards it gets down to kicking ass start with him okay good yeah let's fine let's go check it out we're gonna go get some like White nationalists, and we're gonna we're gonna kick Doctor. What? And and no, we're not gonna kick his head yet. We're gonna talk to him first, then we're gonna kick him in the head. Okay, I'm good. Let's do it. Knockout will stop and get some gas and um, uh, whatever they have in the uh gas station for food, and maybe I don't know some water. Uh, flaming hot, flaming hot onions. Um, that's perfect for super frog. <laughs> and you guys know this. It's just something to keep super frog doing. The knockout can drive and think. Exactly. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just to keep him occupied. She always does this when she's driving. It's so she gets in and hands him a a big gold bed. Flaming hot onions, a couple of bags. You're like, ooh. Ah. No, he's, super frog? he's pretty yeah, happy. Multiple bags. 
Yeah. Some gas. Sorry about the car. We're at over that address. Sorry about the car knockout. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to spill so much all over the place. (laughs) When you grab a bag of smart food, do you end up just breaking it open like, wow, there's like popcorn just... Hold on, let's find out. And then you can use your tongue to start scooping them all up. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Smart food everywhere. <laughs> Using your tongue on the windows, down in the cracks of the seats. The tongue works pretty good, by the way. The old, old gum goes. It does leave a film, just to remind you, though. Chicks dig it. At the, the actual from... FEE headquarters, which is in the Highlands neighborhood near the government center. You don't have to travel too far because it's just east. The address he gave you is east at the end of North Geary Street and the corner of East Vance. It's the North Sea Power Plant. Hmm. And um, and there's one, as you're driving up to it, there is one chain link gate that is open. And there's some warehouses there. And that's, the, uh, and that's the, the address he's got wrote on there. Yeah, North, North Sea Power, Geary and Vance, corner Geary and Vance. Knockout's going to shoot a text down to Adhern and tell Adhern where she is and that Super Frog's with them and that they're making contact with Dr. McKeever. It's something about Wolf. If he doesn't hear from us, I don't know, a couple hours, here's the address we're at. Okay. And Throws the phone down, drives off, starts uh, buying the warehouses, looking for uh, a light on. I'm assuming it's afternoon, and it's there's an open door. Well, it's Saturday, so there's not a lot of people at the plant. If there's anyone, but yeah, there's a door that's open. He makes it apparent where he is. Um, all right. A uh, a garage door opens right just right when you're driving by it, and all the lights go on. And there's a warehouse within a some assembly, like like an electronic assembly in it. Super Frog does a tuck and roll out of the car as soon as the door starts to go up. It just like bounds into some place on a wall and just watches it before he goes in. What is inside of the uh, rolled up garage door, DMJ? Besides besides electrical equipment for a power plant, like spools of wire and their heavy-duty industrial equipment like that, there is 
like a square. It almost reminds you of like one of the square lists from Pondsville, except it just sits there and it has um, an apparatus, a bar, square shape that goes from one side up over in a U, a tr- I guess a truncated U. The corners are angled and comes back down, and then there's a lot of power attached to it. Um, so there's no there's no way to drive in. I'm. Oh yeah, you can drive right so, in. You can drive right in. It's, oh, so knockout will drive in. Okay, yeah, the lights are right on that, and then the door closes, and uh, Doctor McKeever makes himself present. Well, before the door okay. closes, yeah. Superfrog's gonna sort of sneak in under and find a way, someplace in the rafters, just to hang out, check it out. Shut off the car and get out. Okay. I'll throw the keys under the car. Oh, with like a sleight of hand that everybody can see because she's really not all that. She's not a super frog all graceful with decks. But oh, they're under there, so mm-hmm. out of her hand. Well, he hopes you were able to convince your friend. Is your friend coming? Oh, he's here. We need all the firepower we can get. Of course we do. And make sure that your friend also, if he's here, let him know that um, he got me once, but he'll never be able to touch this beautiful head again. And if he does try to threaten that, oh. About that, what exactly is your plan, Dr. McKeever? Okay. We have covered the quorum effect one of the functions we were able to come up with it, come up with it, is a, a, a primitive teleportation device we call the transmat device. And from positions on Earth, when you can triangulate with an active arm effect, because most of the time it's dormant, you can use the energy to transport yourself from such as a contraption like he's showing here. This is a transmat platform that I've cobbled together through the power of my intense mind over um, since I have last seen you. Uh, and you can latch onto that and use that power to go from one transmat device to wherever another one is. Um, so, I am going with this device, we are going to piggyback on the uh, the quorum effect pathway that the um, and he's and he's found out what they're calling themselves now instead of the federal administration agency since they're a clandestine agency now they call themselves the Congress of Truth. And that is. He always knew knew them as Administrator Grace and Administrator Salt. Um, Knockout's just sort of rubbing her face, like, can't believe I'm doing this. But then she asks, okay, who are they? What superpowers do they have? Well, they don't actually have any superpowers unless they have been 
um, experimenting with the querm effect in the in the alien shard radiation themselves, because that's where uh, the powers that you have been seeing have been coming from. Um, Dr. Farwell and myself is the radiation that comes off these alien shards. Uh, but their most powerful is their their plans, their mind, their intellect, their formal uh, connections, the resources at their disposal, and the quorum effect and its ability to sometimes generate super beings as manifested in myself. He strokes his head. Okay, just gives him a look like who the you're talking to here. Just kind of stares at him for a minute, like... Talking to the, um, uh... She's looking at him like, dude, you're not the only super in this room. Like, Dr. Dr. Ogunlux, you always know I've respected your intellect. Comprehend the gravity of the situation. Superfrog's gonna leap and land on the transmat device. As gracefully as he can. It's an extremely complex piece of machinery. One thing out of place. And we'll, instead of be arriving in the base of the dark side of the moon, we'll be scattered particles across. And he's going to say, why should we even trust you? Why why are we even here? And he looks at Knockout. like, Knockout, why are we even here talking to these douchebags? fate of humanity hangs in the balance of us succeeding. That's what McCaver says. Super Frog, it says, this is what we do. This is our daily life. Yeah, but why this douchebag? I mean, why does he have, like, who says he's even telling us the truth? And he looks over at McKeever, he says, McKeever, are you telling us the truth? Yes. Only think that I would have to bow and actually ask for aid itself should show you the validity of my claim. Why should we trust you? If you were me, why should I trust you? You're a freak, man. You have no reason to trust me, but you have everything to lose if I am right and I speak the truth. Well, I'd like you to lose that attitude because we're trying to work together here and I'm trying to just figure out what's going on. What's the plan? Give me the plan. Like, who do we punch? You punch, we should punch the, we should destroy the base. How do we survive after the base is destroyed in space? We take the transmap nice back. Uh, you want us to go to the... Uh, yes, we have, to, we have to cripple the base, we have to destroy the equipment that they're using to tap into the quorum effect, um, and especially the, the tracking equipment they're using, because the quorum effect doesn't emit any radiation that we're familiar with, energy that we're familiar with. Um, so hopefully destroying that They'll lose track of where it is, and it and it disappears and comes back. It's very erratic. It's not always here. He thinks it's a, he believes it's something that travels through hyperspace, 
and for some reason is getting stuck and reappearing again and again and again near um, Earth's orbit. So Lockout just kind of blinks at him like, oh my God. He starts rattling off probabilities of like the probability of something like this being an echo current, blah, 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 blah. astronomical. The size of the cosmos thinks <laughs> that it will never be in the same place ever again once. I mean, even with the unlimited eternity of endless time. So Knockout will open the door to the train, grab another bag of chips, throw them at, at, at Super Frog and say, well, there's some munchies to travel with. We're going to the moon. Superfrog lets him bounce off him. him. He lets the chips we bounce off him and hit the floor. We want Oh no. We want he wants to grab Wolf, uh, destroy the base, and return to Earth. But he can um you know possibly save his son, remove the fragment from him, return him to a normal boy. Sounds like a great plan for a Tuesday night. I'm just going to move over to where Super Frog is on the platform. We will appear somewhere in their base. I can remember, I've never been to the moon base before, but when I worked as a scientist for them in their secret diabolical labs, I had a chance to look at some of the schematics of uh, um, the location. So we will be near the the heart of the complex, and it's not that big, but we should immediately move towards the bridge or central room. That's where they'll have both and the equipment they're using. Is Doctor McKeever moving over to this platform thing now? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he jumps right on it with you guys. He's he's like kind of excited. He can't wait to like. He's, he hasn't fired this thing up before. That's that's obvious, but he's absolutely confident this thing is 100% fallible. His calculations uh, are most... Hey, knockout, man. And Superfrog is not on the platform. He's on the machine. Um, knockout, can we have like a moment? Like, can I just come on over here? Sure. And, you know, go on the other side of the door or the car or something. And like... I don't like this. Knockout kind of wipes her face off and goes over. There's there's no reason for us That's to go to the problem. moon with this douchebag. Um, it's got all the markings of, like, betrayal. I don't even care about the moon. I don't even care about this guy. I, I want to, like, go after the dude that burns you up. So I'm not feeling this. I think we just leave this guy alone. We let him go on his big moon mission. And then we go hunt down some stuff that we really want rather than, you know, this thing out of nowhere, which we're being asked to do. I can't move in close to Wolf. I mean, Super Frog, sorry. Just probably no chance this thing actually works. Yeah. I, maybe I don't really want to find out I, if I'm not immersed in water every 24 hours I start dying Okay. last I checked there's nothing on the moon basically there's nothing in this for me and I'm not going so if you guys want to go and like have a big moon base adventure that's cool I say we track down somebody 
who I feel motivated to like help, not some douchebag who like you know is full of himself. He's got a big head. Certainly make um valid points, of frog. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I don't. I don't. I don't see this one. I mean, I, I know that it'd be like awesome, fantastic campaigns, adventure stuff. But like, I'm thinking about you know this character and the idea of coming and trusting somebody that he doesn't even know to go to the fucking moon. That's like even t- too far for like a seven foot tall green frog to swallow. He's- He doesn't want to hang out with you douchebags either. He's got better things to do. He can't, uh, you know, can't move past. And can you, can't you just see the suffering and sympathize with the suffering of a father who's lost his child for the second time? Crocodile tears, you big fat goon. Crocodile tears. I mean, that guy doesn't have, like, an empathetic bone in his body. So here's your chance, right? I mean, I'm just giving you my pitch from my character, okay? If you've got, like, a, you know, give me a pitch, you know, and we can just do this thing, but... I've got a picture of uh, Dr. McKeever now up in the, the, the our Discord Champions channel if you want to get a look at the dude. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> how, do you, how do you like that? Perfect. If it fits right in with our little. I thought so. That's. You want to do this thing, knockout? Is that your play? A knockout, just a super frog. I. I'm sort of connected to all these characters. I understand if you don't want to go. It's like, I'll do it for you, man, but I don't know. You got any, like, you got a water bottle I could borrow? You got... This, this McKeever asked for you by name. Clearly wants you there. Yeah, I would... his power, not his intellect. <clears throat> yeah, no one wants Super Frog for his intellect. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> All right. Super Frog's going to jump over onto the fucking platform. And as he does, he's going to caress Dr. McKeever's face with his tongue. Okay? Just give him a little wet smoochie. And then... Just, just don't mess with me and her. And then, uh... We'll I assure see. you I have no intention. I need your help to rescue my son and save humanity from their diabolical plans for the use of the effect. A knockout's totally ready for this. So he starts and fires up the machine. <laughs> But he says is going to be the dark side of the moon. Oh yeah, baby! Fly me to the moon, DMJ. Oh. <laughs> we have liftoff. You guys have liftoff. It's-
Yeah, you're taken apart into microscopic particles and then reassembled somewhere else. This thing actually works. You all, you do not have to destroy your characters. All survive. Knockout under this whole time has been operating on the prince. Keeper was just nuts, and the, this is all just bullshit. Well, this is cool now. Got transported. No, it actually transported you. Where does it transport you? I'm looking. That describes your surrounding. The reason you're feeling a sense of gravity is because. The pace has gravity generators, which give a semblance of Earth's gravity. Now we forgot to ask how we're going to breathe. Again, Knockout thought that this was just all in McKeever's mind. Since it was originally designed as a military installation, it is heavily armed and armored. I believe there may even be a number of space shuttles, or a space shuttle capable of flight, you know, interstellar flight at the base. He would like to avoid relying on something like that to get back because it takes a long time. The transmat device, seriously. The knockout's gonna pinch Super Frog to just in case. He's real. think this was gonna happen. The transmat device materializes in a medical lab. It smashes a few things because the room is not all that big. Transmat device crowds a great deal of the room. There's a doctor and a nurse there that are surprised and thrown back by the appearance of the transmat device. Yeah, there's no windows in here. There's a there's a door that meets out. It's some type of electronic lock door with a keypad that you would find in labs and other buildings that have access control. They're like, oh my gosh, where did where did you come from? Come from Earth. Take what us to your leader. What is this with this unauthorized and random transmat transfer? You could have smashed something, exposed the, uh, uh you know, something about damaging because we're on a space station and the moon basically put us all in jeopardy. And, and uh, Dr. McKeever goes, with a, like, some telekinetic glass from his brain and knocks the guy out. That's cool. Superfrog's going to take his tongue and just swing it around the lab and just destroy stuff. You know, like you're sweeping stuff off um, the table. He's just going to go... Here's not the place we need to destroy. Get out in the hallway and get our bearings and we'll make for the control center. as possible. Knockout says, you did tell us direct the place. Are you trying to be picky? You did tell us to wreck the place. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Now you're trying to be picky? We start destroying the place after we secure my foster son, Wolf. Oh, you got that, Super Frog? Gotta find Wolf first, and then uh, you can do the tongue thing. So is the nurse still awake? Yeah, she's up against the wall. Wait, don't hurt me. Okay, we'll go over to her. Looking for Wolf. In the, uh, at the control center. That's where they'll be prepping him uh, to be exposed to the quorum effect. That's not going to happen. We're here to shut you down. Where's the control room? If you lie to me, I'm going to come back and I'm going to smash your head like a pimple. The control center, command center is at the top, three levels up, or below the surface of the moon on F deck. In A deck is where the command center is. Of course. Um, 
and uh, go out in the hall, uh, take a left and head towards the uh, the center of the deck. The perimeter passageway, there's some uh, turbo lift elevators that will take you. She has some sort of like, you know, you see them, they got the little scanners or little multi-passes. Does she have anything like that on her? Yeah, she's got a lanyard with the key card in the chip. We're going to need to take this guy that got knocked out key card, aren't I? Logic dictates that that will be needed to get through locked doors, says. Knockout will see if that doctor's still alive. Take his pulse or whatnot. He is. Just so I can play a doctor on TV in this session. That's what I really like doing. He's just knocked unconscious. He has not been killed. Dr. McKeever did not out of hand. Grab the multi-pass thing. Multi-pass. We'll follow you, Dr. McKeever. I presume. Telephone or a calm link in this room? Because I want to make sure this person doesn't get a hold of someone. Roll your perception. Sure. Sixteen. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, there's a in-system comm unit right by the door. Be recognized. It's typical in high-end medical facilities. Can't get out of the wall. That looks good, good and fuggered. Okay, as long as it's not working, I'll throw up behind me. Like yeah, whatever. We've been waiting on you, Doctor McKeever. He goes out in the hall. Um. Looks to the left and the right and starts going right towards the perimeter of the deck. In a narrow hall. Knockout goes out and says, aren't we supposed to go left? The left was towards the center of the deck and the turbo lifts are on the perimeter of the deck. Come on, Frog. Just coming right along. Doing little hops. So so we're going. What is the uh, material? Like, what are these passages feel and look like metal stainless steel like just rectilinear elliptical but truncated on the top and the bottom seamless there doesn't seem to be not a lot of seams walls ceilings and floors everything as well seamed together any doors tight Uh, not down this hallway only the only door is the one that you came out of and one directly across from the one you came out of in the hall and that one says Medical Lab 2. When you came out, it says Medical okay. Lab 1. Well, we're just following Dr. McKeever, for better or worse. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Um, it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. I so the hallway is like a spoke on a wheel. And when you get to the end of the spoke, that's the rim of the wheel. And so you have an arching, pa- curving passageway going to your left and your right at the end of this. And what looks like the doors to a elevator. On the outside. And Dr. McKeever asks you to use the uh, use your access control and to open up the uh, elevator and <laughs> take it up so we can get to the control room. Okay. Keep following Dr. McKeever. I'll use the multipath. Yeah, it's not working. You're getting your red light on it instead of the green, like... And then there's some other electronic sounds coming from the elevator. And then from the left and the right, 
from the corridors, you hear the running of feet, and you can see uniformed men with uh, with weapons in their hands um, coming your way. That didn't take long. Trainers, do not move! Hands up! We're on a secure facility! Offer no resistance! Well, that's who? Uh, there's Before. like four or five guys on either side of you coming either direction. Sue Frog's gonna smash the elevated door and just try to have gain access to the elevator. I got just getting ready to get shot again. <laughs> Make it up her mind. Yeah, okay, here we go. Not let these cretins interfere, says Dr. McKeever, but certainly in my mind I would have been able to figure out an electronic way to quickly open this door to the frog. And you could have keep those men at bay, but I see you lack the intellect. See quickly proper solution as you smash open the elevator. So there's an elevator cab on the other side of the door there. Excellent. I mean, they already knew we were here. It's not like, you know. So we are at segment 12, the start of combat. So guns are going to go off and you guys get to do stuff. Because they're going to start shooting at you. Well, gun guns or they got ray guns or some kind of crazy stuff that we haven't seen before. Kind of crazy to have guns in a moon base. They got battery packs on them. They definitely look different than uh, a traditional uh, firearm. They're compact. It's not good. They hum. Like they switch something. It goes... Like in Ghostbusters. He's going to use the elevator door as defense. Cool. Yeah. Hawkeye doesn't want to get hit by one of these either. How far away are they? It's going to be pretty tight. It is a moon base. But it is superhero moon base, so uh, let's see. The passageways are one and a half hexes wide. Oh, letting somebody watch the stream now. Look at that. Firing at you guys. Going to be short range. I'm just going to get out of there, but get onto the elevator. Think is the best course of action right now. Doctor McKeever puts up his force wall on either side of him to block sides of the passageway as the agents come in and that inter movement hey. to apprehend you all. So the bullets are well, they're not bullets; those pulse rays are going. These purplish pulse rays come out and. Like the size of lemons. It's not good. And they're vaporizing off of, vibrating off and discharging off of McKeever's from this alien shard in his head and starting to throb. <laughs> the elevator seems to be rendered inoperable. Um, come over the cab. We'll go straight up the shaft. Okay, we'll push the... Th- Top of the elevator. If she can reach it. Not to just rip the rip the roof away, ceiling away some a bit. Is that what you're saying? I think I kind of just give Super Frog a boost. Hey, hey, Super Frog. Yeah. Need you to get up on. Need you get up. Need to get out of this. So grab Super Frog and see if you can find. A hole up there, uh, an access. Like you're looking at the top top of the elevator, and there's nothing there. Well, you're in an elevator cab, and it sounded to me that like knocked out 
opened up the ceiling and then wants to push you up to look through the ceiling. I was just the super frog was just just jump right up straight through. You know, he's got he can jump two hundred feet and just sort of like you know just bust through it, blow a hole through the top of that thing. There would be some type of maybe an emergency hatch in the ceiling of the elevator. You rip open the access hatch or a portion of the ceiling, and like you said, you told Superfrog, go check it out. So you don't actually have to jump through an intact ceiling, Superfrog. Yeah, I'll jump through the hole. I'm just going to, yeah, just go just straight up just to get up on the top of it and check it out. We'll jump up as well onto the top of the elevator. How far does it look like it's up? How far is this elevator shaft? That's a good question. You, it, uh, it goes up two decks and then stops. But what does two decks look like? Looks like it's doable for jumping. Yes. Yes. The thing is, where do you where do you land? Like you're gonna jump up and kind of like Super Frog's got clean uh, clinging. You've got a ceiling above you. You got a wall, and then you would have the elevator doors on that deck closed. I don't think Knockout has anything like that. A doctor, a clinger. Just grab a hold of me. I'll just climb up. I got a thirty strength. That ought to get you somewhere. I could. It sounds like what we're gonna have to do. So just hold on tight, and Super Frog will just do just leap right up to the A level or whatever it is. Dr. McKeever will keep his force while closing the opening to the elevator cab until you guys reach the top, and then he'll come up, follow you behind with his telekinetic flight abilities. What happens when we get up there? We go, we count off, right? We're at F, E, C, E, D, C, B, A. B, C, and D deck are actually all... One deck. So there's only one opening? That is correct. That you would have to pry open, which is really easy, right? You could do it with your tongue. You could, yeah. Um, we're going to try to be stealthful. Yeah, I don't have stealth either. On this deck, there is thick plastic windows you can actually see out on the desolate moonscape and the brilliant non-blinking stars of the void you are what would appear to be on the dark side of the moon Lookout just stands there for a while just staring out into space like it looks like you're on a circular deck the center is filled with hydroponics circular passageway going around circling a hydroponic setup, but you can't see all the way across from, across it. You can just see into hydroponic curved room. Wow. There look like there would be other passageways if you follow around the rim of the wheel, the outside passageways. You can see that there's two passages that leave and go across the surface of the moon from the deck and they both go to triangle arrowhead-like shaped structures with sliding doors, big sliding doors that are angled in a way that it looks like doorstop. In the long end of the doorstop, doors can slide open, opening it up to space. Wow. Which way are the doors facing? 
outward. Outward, yeah. They're like they're big bay doors. Not like doors to open and walk out on the moon. It's something that would slide out to let something very large come out. Oh yeah, cool. Appeared here. You walked out here. You came up here. You know, it's faceted windows. The door stops. You see, I got them on either side, and the bay doors open like up that way, and that's the passageway between. And there's also looks like big hydroponic farms on the outside as well. Wow. And then above you, far up in space, where it's hard to tell how far away it is because you don't know the size of it, is a swirling purple nebula, which can only be the worm effect. It's like a rip in space with rippling purple. And it's giving a strange purplish glow that can faintly be seen on the surface of the moon, on the gray ashen dust of the moon. It's tinged with purple. Wow. So I think Knockout and Super Frog are just kind of stand there and both at the same time say, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, you're not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. And Dr. McKeever goes, believe it or not, you're seeing the core effect as it is 500,000 miles from us. Imagine what it would look like if you were up close. Imagine the power you would feel. You could tap into that energy. Oh, I'm getting it now. It must boggle your small mind. Yeah, it doesn't boggle it that much. But in the bridge, and he points up to that, yeah, that glittering spot, the glittering where the control center can only be. And there, they'll be using my son to try to harness that energy and tap into it, like some bizarre grotesque circuit. All right, where do we go, Mister Brains? We should go straight to the center of the wheel and take the tube access up to the control center and uh, brush aside any resistance that gets in our way and try not to rupture the integrity since we're on the surface of the moon base so we don't get sucked out into the void. I don't want that. You would probably have to worry about that. I imagine I would stick right there. Just saying. Okay, so good. A squad of seven to ten agents uh, covering, the, right the, us? covering the, uh, the center lift tube going up. So there would be like six passageways that terminate at the center. It would be the hub of the wheel. Yeah. And that would represent the, the, the lift. And there's two elevator doors opposite each other at that center hub. There's agents, you know, they're taking cover, but are pointing weapons, their energy weapons down the halls waiting for you to come. We need to get there as fast as we can, avoid as much fire along the way. That's why I've requested your aid. This is the type of dirty work that you are used to. Mop up these mooks and we'll get access to the control deck. Why don't you just blast them with your superior intellect, Dr. McKeever? I don't think they're going to be fascinated by my incredible scientific theory. They're only going to respond to there, Frog, that's us. They're in the center, waiting for us to come down the hallway. Yeah, and you have a choice of the the. There's six hallways that right. form the spokes on this level, and they all terminate at the center. So that gives you a donut, basically a donut at the center, where the guards can spread out and keep an eye on each of the six passageways coming down, and once. You know, they alert, hey, you're coming this way. You know, it might go from two guys to four guys. Yeah, no, I hear you. Or six guys. And um, they you know. go, um, these are like those metal passages before? Yeah, except since it's above ground, they're interspersed with thick plastic long windows. 
and it's curved so you can actually see out. Where are the plants? You said there's like gardens. So are the gardens, do the tunnels go through the gardens or? Yes, they do. The really big gardens are outside the circle. Superfrog's gonna, he's gonna rip the elevator door off. The one that we just came through. Of the wheel. Yeah. Because I don't remember going anywhere. We didn't go anywhere, right? We We just jumped up. We jumped up. We're standing in that hallway. So we're near the elevator doors that I just pried open. I'm just thinking. Yes. Grab one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're going to use it as a bulletproof shield. We use it as a something. Knockout will get behind Superfrog and start pushing him. You're going to have to go a little faster than that if you want to keep up. Because Superfrog's just going to, like, do a super leap straight down that hallway. With the door, looking to clean out whoever is there. Just cover my back. Okay. How far is it? Eight hexes to the center. Let's say the hallway is, the spokes are eight hexes long. And we're in segment 12, right? So they're going to get some shots off with their, they call their Atlas rifles. They don't shoot bullets. Yeah, I know. I know. So eight hexes. Superfrog can travel 15 hexes and still attack because I've got a 30 hex leap. My thought is, is this thing straight in front of him until he gets down there and then poking their heads out. It'd be two, it'd be two kneeling right in the middle of the passageway yeah. in the room where they're at, but right there. And then there'd be two on either side, so they'd, they'd get four four rifles down the hall. Cool. All right. You got a thought there, Mr. Knockout, Mrs. Knockout? I got enough running that I can run down eight inches. You come in, Super Frog. You get the higher decks. You can go crashing through them. That's the plan. It's just to pile through them. And then when I you know, like sort of do my – basically try to land like – I don't know, like right next after them, you know? So, like, my yeah. move is to go right through and then do my attack on the guys on the side or one of the guys on the side. I probably do everything that I need to do before they even get a shot off, but you, you know, I think he's pretty fast. So, let's see how much door goes away and then uh, and then we'll kick who's ever ass is left. And I, I mean, I agree you're going to get to do all that. I guess I just want to know if you're going to have a door in your hands when you do it. Sounds good. We shred half of it with these plasma bolts. Excellent. But but it deflects any damage that you may have could have taken. Plus, got four, and there's a bunch of agents in, there, in this hub as well, so you can do what you like to do. They're all scattered. The first thing that I would do would be to take out the ones that are just standing in the hallway trying to shoot at me. Because if they're shooting at me, they're not trying to dodge me. They should be pretty easy with absolute range detection to just basically take a half a door and wipe the floor with them. That's okay. Just... They got a defensive combat value of four. I rolled a uh, oh, I rolled a fourteen. That should still do it though. It is. Yeah, you hit a uh, combat value of seven or less. Well, your strength damage plus 46 for the door. All right. Two of them. You can hit two of them. That's the plan. Um, 
two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven body, and then uh, you know basically twenty two, twenty eight, thirty, thirty seven stun. How much body did you do? Eleven. Going in different directions. One up. One kind of sideways. Dock down and out. Good. If you lay still on the ground, their weapon's broken and scattered. And then we just got the rest of those dudes. Knockout comes behind you, and two of them are going to get off a shot at each of you. You said you can only move and you don't have enough left over to attack, or do you knock out? I, I can only move this phase. Shooting, they got a combat value of six. Uh-oh. This isn't good. I'm getting to shoot this. Uh, defensive, that agent shoots at you, and you hit a defensive combat value of five or less. I'm knockout seven. So he misses. Super Frog, your, your uh, defensive combat value is really high, isn't it? Who's shooting? Uh, there's a total of 12 agents. You've knocked down two. Defensive combat value is 10. One repulsor blast of several. Uh, here comes the damage. Five body and 15 stun. Well, I've got three resistant... And this is energy defense. This is an energy attack. ED. Three resistant, nine normal. What does that mean? Sounds like you got 12 defense. That, that seems... 12 against the stun, 3 against the body. Okay. That means... They suck that all up. 2 body. Damn 2 body, and I took 3 stun. Okay. And it makes the tips of your toes tingle. Well, it's a good thing I have web feet. I think that's going to bring us to the first to segment... Two before someone asked, which I'm saying is super frog, right at a speed of six or seven. Okay, so there's a central hub with an elevator on it, and then there's different passages with dudes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's two down, and there's ten more. Ten more. I'll even circle the down ones for you. The orange. Another green. There we go. Hey, you are the blue dots. Yeah, cool. So, X passages coming to the central hub. At the center of it is the elevator. So the agents had spread themselves out around looking down the passageways. And then you guys, what, came down like, say, well, you came down. Yeah, that makes sense. Two guys. And those are the two guys you swatted, and that's where they landed unconscious. That makes sense. Sounds awesome. Oh. Well, so Superfrog's going to um he's going to just do cartwheels like all around like the whole thing. Um mm -hmm. before he attacks, you know, he's just going to do cartwheels. And what he's looking for is he's looking for two guys or three guys who are lined up that if he kicked one he could do a knockback into the other two, or the other guy, you know? So that's that's what he's doing. Is there any sort of, like, mm -hmm. development? Does it look like some of them are close to each other? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Not too many places to hide. They're packing together. I mean, a couple of them, a few could step 
to the side, back down a passageway to give themselves cover. But there's a couple, there's three that are lined up nicely. What do we call that? Is that a spreading of the energy blast? Um, yeah, I yeah, you know. just do damage. You spread out your damage, right? Just trying to kick one into another. Yeah, that's the play. And so, with an OCV of of ten, I mean, if they're clustered, if any of these guys are like, I mean, they're in a narrow hallway. How wide are those hallways? Oh, seven. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, he's gonna. He's just done a cartwheel, and when he finds that opportunity, when he lines it up in his head, he just pops up and he just goes, boom! Just gives him like a you know sideways. It's not a roundhouse. It's just a sideways pop. You know, full blast. Um, with an OCD, he rolls a n- nine, so he should at least hit somebody. Yeah, a nine is 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 pretty good. And then um, it's a 10d6 kick, which would probably tear someone apart. I don't know. That would be my thought. Let's just see what happens. Let's see what you do for damage. Well, it's not as much body as I wanted, but um, there's always knockback. It looks like seven body. And um, a total of... 26 stun. Yeah, you don't do it on the body, but the stun is enough to knock one out completely cold, and he knocks down a couple of his buddies that don't take any significant damage to just pulled down by pulling things. What about the double knockback? Can we... Because... A dude double knockback in into you? I mean, he's... I don't know. You roll 2d6. I roll 2d6. So, what, your body was 7? 7, so it's 14. Yep. 14, and then you roll 2d6, and you get a minus that from that. Okay. That's standard. You you always have a minus roll to knockback. So it's 9. So it's the equivalent of the entire passageway. Or if he hit a wall instead, then it's the wall. And I don't know what happens if we push a guy out through the wall of the moon base. I just rolled 5d6. I don't know how many dice you want me to roll, but I'll roll, you know, a few more or less if you want. 5d6 sounds fine. Count them up. Tell me what you get. Okay. Yeah. He's got a physical, they got a physical defense of. Ten that can suck up six body. Well, I just gave him. I got four body, and uh, okay, how much stun? Fifteen stun. So we got two. Yeah, that just does five stun to him. Okay. Not that that they have a, a tremendous amount of stun, but their constitution is thirteen. So you got to hit better, higher to knock them out. But it knocked them down, right? It knocked a couple dudes down. All right, so three of them, one of them's dead or knocked, and the other three are down. So that's good. Two are down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and their speed is is three, like you expect an agent. 
So when we get back to this next year, it's Knockout's third. So you move, and then the agents will try to concentrate some fire on you guys. Think I'm stranded, but I don't know where I got this diamond, I don't know where to show